Welcome to the Dad Improvement Podcast. I am your host, Sean Colleran. And this week, we're going to be talking about a mentality shift in our mindset towards the problems that arise in our little parenting worlds. And then I'm going to give you a few tactics on how to implement this new mindset. This past weekend, my wife, my son, and I were out to breakfast with my mom and my stepfather, and we were talking about how there is no one right answer for some of these problems that arise when you're a parent. And I agree on the grand scheme that there is no one right answer. There is no one correct universal answer to some of these problems. But I do believe that there is a correct answer for you, an individual or a family. I think that everybody loves to believe that their situation is unique, but it's not. That's just not true. Everyone feels like they're the only ones that don't have enough money or their kid won't go to sleep no matter how many things they try or I'm parenting by myself or I have nobody to help me out or inflation is taking over, etc., etc. But the truth of the matter is these situations have existed for a very long time for a lot of different people from many different walks of life. The situation itself is not unique. But the solution to the situation you find yourself in is unique to you. Let me give you an example. Leaving your child to have to go to work sucks. But it is not a unique situation. Hundreds of thousands of parents do it across America every single day. They have to send their child somewhere with someone so that they can go to work to make money to provide for the family. And just because I'm saying that this situation isn't unique to you doesn't mean I'm stripping you of the feelings that you feel around this problem. Of course, it sucks to have to leave your kid to go to work. I've had to go back to work for two years when my son goes to daycare, and every single morning, it sucks. Now, what we all do is we focus on the situation, the situation of the fact that we have to go back to work to make money to provide for our family. And we think that this just happens to us for some reason. And I'm no better. I do the same exact thing. But really, what we should be doing is focusing on the solution. We should take all of our energy and focus it on the solution because that is going to be a unique solution to your family. You might send your child to daycare, either a big chain daycare or a smaller local daycare, or one of you might end up being a stay-at-home parent, or maybe you send them off with your grandparents, or you might even hire a nanny. Now, this, again, is unique to you because this decision is not just a willy-nilly decision. Not everybody has that availability to them. It's based on your availability, your income, where you live, your parents' situation, your belief systems, access to schools or daycare programs. Obviously, not everybody has access to the same thing as everybody else. Some are going to be more privileged than others, but there is a right answer for you and your family. 
this is very difficult for someone on my end trying to give you advice on how to parent because I can tell you what worked for my family, but I can't guarantee that that is going to fall in line with the correct answer for your family. What I can do is give you a few tactics to help you focus more on the solution and put more time and energy into finding the correct solution for yourself than focusing on the situation that you find yourself in. First and foremost, this should be an easy one because I feel like I've already said it 10 times in the first 5 minutes, but focus on the solution and not the problem. We have this tendency to really get stuck at the problem phase. This is the problem. This is the situation we're in. And we just keep thinking about it and worrying about it and talking to other people about it and causing it to grow and grow into a seemingly much larger problem. Number two is do some soul searching. And you need to be 100% honest with yourself at this phase because I need you to truly know what kind of outcomes you want from some of these situations so that when someone tries to give you advice that isn't going to send you down the right path, you just know right away, oh, sorry, this won't work for me, and you can try something different. And I want you to make sure that you're thinking long-term while you're doing this soul-searching. It's not just about what you want for outcomes tomorrow, but how about 30 years down the road from now, what are the outcomes that you want long term? Because those can be two very different answers. And the long term goal may help you decide on your short term problem. Let me explain. Let's say that your long term goal is that you want to be this involved grandparent when you get older. You want to spend as much time with your grandkids as you can. But now a short-term problem arises in the fact that your child is not listening. And so you decide that to cure this, you're going to take on more of an authoritarian style of parenting. You're going to be the authority figure. And you're going to lay down the law, and whatever you say goes. Well, in 20, 30 years, when your child has their own children... They may not want you to be around so much because they remember their childhood and they remember that you were kind of a jerk to them and they don't want that for their kids. What I'm trying to convey here is that we don't want the solution to our problems to just be out of convenience in the moment. We want to think further down the road in what our solution might do to our future. Number three, crowdsource wisdom is your friend. Get plenty of options so that you can make a better informed decision. I'm a huge advocate for just doing anything because picking a direction and just doing it is much better than doing nothing at all. But imagine if the pool that you had to pick the solution from was just one solution. Odds are that it's not going to be a very good solution for you and your family. Imagine if you walked into a car lot to buy a new car, and the only thing they had on that lot was a Pontiac Aztec. Yeah, sure, it's a car, but you're setting yourself up for a real bad time. 
what you want to do is get lots of advice from many different walks of life. And you want to get it from different mediums even. You want to get it from podcasts or newsletters or books or parenting groups or classes. But you want to take all of this information, pool it together around you, and utilize the advice that fits your family's lifestyle best. Number four is... Be open to changing your mind if what you are doing is not working. Look, you don't have to stay so rigid in your ways if the course that you chose is not working. It's great to pull your crowdsource wisdom together and choose some solution from it that you think will work for you and your family, but if it isn't going the way that you thought it was going to go, then don't be afraid to change direction. It's okay. Be humble and just take a step back and look into your source of advice and try something different. It's okay if what you're doing isn't working. The faster you can figure it out it isn't working, the faster you can find something that does work for you. Put it like this. If you had a fish and his problem was that he needed to get from point A to point B, and the first thing that he heard was a bird say, you know what, you should fly. It's definitely the fastest way to get from point A to point B. Obviously, it's not going to work for the fish. If you grade the fish on its ability to fly, then it's not going to go very well. When something isn't working for you, I want you to take a step back, reevaluate, pick a new course, and try something different. Look, there is no shame in not getting it right the first time. We're all new to this. Give yourself a little bit of grace. It's the first time that I'm raising a four-year-old in two months and 13 days or whatever it is that my son is. And for you, it might be the first time that you're raising two kids or three kids or the first time that your kid has talked back to you. We experience these firsts every day. How are we expected to know exactly how to deal with it on the first go-around? It's okay to get things wrong. You just want to try a new course as fast as possible so that you can save yourself a little bit of sanity. Last but not least is number five. If you are lucky enough to have a spouse, work together with your spouse Two heads are better than one. You can come up with a lot more ideas between the two of you than if there's just one of you. And also to build off of number four, which is to change your mind if something isn't working, now you have two parents who are watching the events unfold in front of them, and if one realizes that this is the wrong course, then you have two shots instead of one to figure out that this is the wrong way to do this. So you can figure out your faults and flaws even faster if the both of you are on the same page and you're communicating with each other. Here's the thing though, don't just speak up and say, well, this isn't working. If you realize that something isn't working before bringing it to your spouse just right away and dumping the pressure on them, have some solutions and some ideas. You may not go with it. You might put your heads together and actually come up with an even better solution when there's the two of you build off each other's ideas. But don't just present the problem over again. 
present a few solutions with the problem, start to get the communication juices flowing, try to find a solution together. For homework this week, I want you to think about one situation that you find yourself in where the story you're telling yourself is that it is unique to you. And I want you to reframe that idea into it is not a unique situation. Is it really just something you've gone through or is it something that many people have gone through before you? And then once you realize that this is a pretty common situation, I want you to start looking for solutions to this problem. And that solution will be unique to you. And as always, remember... Improvement over perfection.